Welcome back everyone to episode 55 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm Joe. I play the Tiefling Rogue Argyle in the campaign and it has been one hell of a journey so far. The campaign is quickly approaching the two year mark and it's really been a blur. Has not felt like two years whatsoever that I've been growing this character and growing along with everyone else, seeing everybody's character change. We're talking about Kyver being a murderous psychopath to someone that's just had a very rough childhood and an overall just rough upbringing and not no longer being that person that they started out being you know talk about real character growth everybody's characters kind of turning into something that's opposite of what we started our alignments with in our character sheets and we just ended up being totally different based on the care and interactions we've had with the entire group the campaign overall has gone and turned into something much 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 bigger than strahd which it was, was what it started out to be. You know, we, we all came together. We were hired to fight this vampire. We got rid of him about a year ago now. And all of our stories are just something huge now. Like, everybody has their own individual story that could easily be a year's worth of campaign. But it's nine of us bringing together individual missions and individual stories to one big overarching theme that just connects us all to each other one way in one way shape or form and it's actually been really fun you know like now more recent and you guys will hear in the sessions to come um we're starting to see uh, actually in this session you'll hear me and shanks are pretty linked and pretty close into what it is that's being asked of us parts of my story are now mixed in with parts of his story we both are given tasks from the same person and where that's gonna go we still don't know because we all still have our own individual parts that have to be expanded upon and we don't know who else in the group has parts of their own personal quest line that are sort of intertwined with our own personal parts and I'm, i love it it's been fantastic that's enough ranting and raving about like how much i love this campaign and how much i've fallen in love with dnd overall and have been blessed with like such an awesome dm um like tommy it's it, it's been fantastic uh, I'm going to hand over the recap of last week's session to Argyle. So whenever you're ready, bud, here you go. Yes, I would appreciate it if you would just calm down just a little bit while your existence consists of rolling a dice and controlling me. My world consists of actually interacting and dealing with these people. You, you hear Kyver. My entire existence is nothing but Kyver. So calm down a bit. Let us see. The group left off making their way to Grand City, where along the way I did meet Zex's sister, or fellow guild member, Sonari, who we did spend a couple of nights together with each other. And the very last morning before we reached Grand City, she vanished on me. She just up and left, and I know she had things to do, um, but I didn't even get a goodbye. And uh, I'm not saying that hurt, but... I uh, I felt some kind of way about that. Although she did leave me with a direct means of communication, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm feeling a feeling a little slighted, but we'll, we'll we'll see how that develops as time goes on. As we travel towards Grand City, we notice some things are a little different. We notice some issues that we feel are being caused by the planes shifting together. We saw a T-Rex, a creature that is pretty much a giant lizard 
that's not native to any of the lands that we're familiar with roaming about in the woods near the city. Things are only going to get worse as time goes on and time is running out. When we approach the gate, we're introduced to two very, very interesting characters. Um, Jack Skizzard, sorry, I apologize. King Jack Skizzard of the Lizards. I, oh, these, these pseudo royals and their titles. I don't remember his name exactly. I believe it is Jack Skizzard, King of Lizards, and his lackey, who I do not even remember his name. Eventually, the pair let us through, and we make our way over to the Shuffle Guild. Zex is reunited with Argo and the rest of his guild members, and we have a surprise visit from an old friend. Shanks manages to sneak up on Kyver and myself when we are outside the guild, having a conversation about a few things that Kyver isn't quite sure about. Shanks is clearly in disguise, as there are wanted posters everywhere for the pincushion murderer, which clearly is somebody impersonating him. Shanks and I both realize that we have a common friend, enemy, frenemy, as he now bears the mark of Elrin on his forehead, as do I on the stone that hovers in between my horns. Meanwhile inside the guild, Zex and Galahad are having a conversation with Argo, and some revelations are given to Galahad about his mentor, Antonius. It turns out, this entire time, Antonius was actually a follower of Tiamat, and not Bahamut, like Galahad believed him to be. After some processing, Galahad steps out and leaves Zex alone with Argo for a little bit, so they can catch up and go over Zex's evaluation. And this is where our journey continues. Smash cut to Kyver, Argyle, and Shanks. What's everyone doing? You guys are currently half arguing in the alleyway about the supposed virginity of Kyver. So yeah, Kyver, it's it's fine. We've all been there. Shanks isn't gonna tell us all. I really doubt he gives a fuck. Uh, don't 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 even worry about it. You did me dirty, Argo. You did me dirty. Look, 
You get to have another spell out of the book. How's that sound? Two. Make it two. <sighs> Fucking A. Fine. Hand me the book. <laughs> Take the book, and I give you the book back. Just snatch it from the hand, like, motherfucker. He saw yeah. right through our bullshit, man. There's nothing I could do. Don't worry about it. Uh, where's the rest of the party? Uh, they're inside, actually. Um, this is, uh, um, the guild, uh, Zax is inside speaking to Argo. So if we go in, what you need to do, Shanks, is you need to come up with a name for yourself. We need to give you a code name to not give you away. He's not going. Kyber, I'm not going in. Oh. Thank you. Um... Argyle, if, if you do decide to tell the group that I am out here, um, please be discreet. Uh, hold that thought. Kyber. Yes? Oh. Get Galahad or whoever's around that you can pull away easily. Or would you rather I go do that? I'm going to go do that. I gave you the book. I'll be right back. So I'm going to make my way inside. Uh, you guys continue the conversation. So, Shanks, how have you been? Not not the best, Kyber. Not the best. But, uh, but I feel a little bit of peace at the moment. If we, if I do decide to go in there, I am going to look a bit different than I do now. I was, I was thinking about that. Like if you went in and um, looked a bit different, we should come up with code names for you. No, no, we don't need a code name. I've already. I was thinking we call you, I think we could call you Greg. That's that's actually pretty fucking close, unfortunately. Um, I saw a lot of B guards that came, uh, that were guarding the gates when I came in. I decided to take a, a rather artistic approach to looking similar to them. Okay, so, so what, what was the code name you came up with? So you see him reach into under his cloak and he grabs uh, a vial and he drinks it. Okay, and continue to describe. You can describe it. You're good at describing things. Okay. Um, What you see happen is uh, the cloak on his back starts to transform into this kind of royal uh, bluish combination, very uh, Bahamut colors. And you see his skin start to lighten and his hair change as he pulls off the uh, hood and reveals his face. And you are now looking at who Shanks calls Brian. Now, I would remember that from the gate, right? 
What is what code name that you said you're using again? Brian. Oh, so you're the guy that at the gate wizard king of the jizzers was looking for. Fuck. They he said decides it. to. He, he literally turns around from Kyra and uh, walks inside. All right. So this white. Yeah, white I, I find. Uh, walks in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I go up to Galahad and I'm trying to uh, I see him at the bar and I'm trying to let him know that Shanks is outside. So I'm over here casting prestidigitation in my hand, like giving him hints that he's outside. And then Shanks just walks in. But I don't oh, realize because I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see him. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm basically showing Galahad like uh, there's something I want to show you outside so, real quick. So he, he uh, actually begins to uh, walk towards you and Galahad. So I walk up uh, to Argyle. Do you mind? We're <laughs> kind of having a conversation here. Hey, my name's Brian, and I would just love it if you guys would just hear me out for a second. I'm Brian, very aware of a Brian, friend of Brian, yours. Brian. Brian, the, Brian. The, Brian is the, the Brian is the one that assholes outside were looking for. Yeah, the uh, the jack off lizard guy uh, was looking for a Brian. You? That's right, the one and only. Yeah, apparently you're good with a bow. Yeah, amongst other things. I walk uh, in, uh, and I'm just gonna let it go. Just keep going. Uh, well, hello, Brian. Um, Huh. How's everybody been doing? Uh, I'll just get to it. What can we do you for, Brian? Well, you can do me for a few things. One, I'm going to need you guys to be extremely quiet about your other friend. Other Hi. friend? The guy that just walked in? What, what friend? Probably the ones that you were just trying to inform Galahad of? I never told... Am I missing something? Yeah, what's your passive perception? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm... At this moment, I'm snapping my finger at Kyver Uh and I'm calling him over. I come over and I walk over. Like, yes, sir, guys? And did anything happen in the past two minutes that I left you out of my goddamn sight? So I look at Galahad, I look at Sirius, I look at Argyle, then I look at Brian. Nope, nothing at all. Where is our friend outside? You see Brian reach his arm out in a very Spartan way towards Galahad. And then you might realize it by now, uh, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I lean, in, I lean in the Galahad. Shake my head, and I'm like, "Fucking asshole!" <laughs> I lean in the Galahad. I'm like, uh, "Is is he challenging you to a fight or something?" Serious. And then I cast precipitation again in my hand, and then I point at Brian. Okay. Uh, I I don't have a lot of time. As you can probably figure out. 
Yes, you are needed by apparently everyone. This is my forte at this point. But I've given uh, Argyle here some information that may help. So if you guys would like to meet with other people, uh, there could be places where that could be done with a little bit more privacy. Your friend there is a little strange. What are you hiding? Oh, wow. Hey, Fox? Yes. Oh, no shit. I haven't seen you. You're, uh, how do I say this? You tyke since, uh, since what was it? Raven something or another. I do get around a little bit. You know, things come and go. Indeed. And what brings you in today, Brian? To our well, guild? I am a new recruit. And unfortunately, I have to get to the Tommy out of game. It's the cathedral. What is it? The Citadel. Citadel. Thank you. Um, I have to get to the Citadel as soon as possible. So I'm not going to be sticking around too long. But for the most part, I just wanted to say hello to everybody and, you know, kind of get a little bit of lay of the land. Obviously, some strange things have been going on. And, uh, you know, I just want to you know, want to do my part. You know, you said a new recruit. I don't remember the Shuffle Guild getting new recruits. Oh, not for the guild, for the uh, part band. Oh, Outside on the front gate. So you're the new guy they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. They told me to obviously not draw off the beaten path, but I'm not someone who takes... Well, let's say I don't worry about authority too much. <laughs> well, you might have a rough time around these parts. That's what I hear. I think I got myself into a little scuffle of a problem, so I'm going to take it as it comes, but... It was very nice to meet you. You as well. Brian? Yep. And what's your name? Osamu. Interesting name. I will remember. Likewise. Well, see you guys around. Uh, Have fun. Be merry. And uh, never know. Might see you guys around. Uh, get yeah. back to your post, because uh, apparently they're looking for you anyways. Yes, Brian. Oh, it, you know... <laughs> that was a great tone. That was so spot on. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Out of, out of game question. When you did uh, presentation, was that like... Did that like tell me exactly who Shanks... That, like, that so it's kind of like casting a little... Uh, image of who it's supposed to be oh okay <laughs> see, see, uh, um, uh, Tommy did I have oh shit no I didn't have never mind I didn't have it you went in lean man yeah yeah I went in lean that's cool that's cool um, can I give uh Argyle a piece of paper 
Are you trying to do it sneakily? Do I roll or does he roll? I would say we'll do a... That would be more him. Okay. So if you want to do it, sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Got some edge. Oh, yeah, no. And that is a 17. All right, so you pass, you're passing off a piece of paper to uh, Argyle? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, Osamu, you clock this. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm saying the Fae Fox sees you. Oh, yeah, that's why I did it. If you're going to do something illegal, at least take it outside where I can't see you. Nothing illegal. I always like to know how many eyes is on me, and I take the piece of paper, and it's blank. Well, as a as a trainee, we're always taught to know who is looking. Well, considering but, you're in the middle of the room, it's not that hard. Hey, you got good eyes, man. I like to. I like to see what people are working with. Very impressive. See you around. It doesn't sound very much like a guard. And Brian, Brian leaves. As of making an excuse, uh, well, well, the guys at the uh, front desk—they said to Brian, um, you know, he was—he was a really, really bad uh, example for a guard, and um, yeah, he, uh, uh, and he was white. Uh, remember them saying that? Um, yeah, that's a little suspicious. <laughs> well, well, like Sirius just said, he's uh, he's white. <laughs> Listen, if you if you're suspicious of this guy, you gotta meet Gizzard Buzzard over at the gate over there. He was woof. Oh, oh. I thought his name was Blizzard Lizard. <laughs> I think it was Stuffer. Jack fucker. off Lizard King. Yes, Jack. Oh wait, you got Jack out of all that nonsense he was spouting? Uh, he is something else. That one. You know he has he has his own fair share of problems. Never got too much attention as a child, apparently. Oh, always boo fucking compared, Being always compared to Brutus. He's a bit of a nut job. This Brutus keeps being brought up. Yeah. Don't think about a truck. I have no idea what that is. It's, it's like a mechanical wagon. Doesn't require uh, horses. No horses. Huh. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. That's weird. It might as well be magical for all intents and purposes. Honestly, something-, something I've seen back home. <laughs> you seem familiar with these things. To an extent. I mean. The magical things that were operated 
somewhat on their own didn't have weird names like a truck but it sounds similar to something I've seen before I don't name them fair I enough Now, was that the first time you met Brian? Yeah. Haven't heard him or haven't seen him at all, other than the guards were looking for him when we entered the town. Uh, they asked us if we'd seen a Brian. They gave us a very vague description, which was uh, he was a new guard and he was white. I'll be sure to mention that to the others in case he comes back. Guards need to do a way better job at hiring uh, new recruits because that guy doesn't know his way around town. He doesn't know where his post is, and he ends up here of all places. Well, if he just probably listened to his higher ups, he'd probably be in the right place right now. But considering that he's walking around town instead of doing his job, I'd say you're probably right. <laughs> Ricky's right. Well,. The rookies here learn either you follow what your mentors say or you could get killed in the wilderness when you're trying to become a ranger. Maybe had, maybe Brian has a little bit of idiot's luck like uh, our good friend Kyber here. Or maybe he's like Jack. I don't have idiot's luck. And you're a lucky idiot. Which one is it? I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Take the book, go sit down, and fucking start asking me questions about it, I guess. Galahad, if you want to join us at the table for any conversations on magic and teaching uh, him well, something. I will take a listen and have a drink. Right. Smash cut back to Zex and Argo. So, um, that, uh, that first letter you sent, you want to elaborate a little bit? What would you like to know? You were fairly vague in your last letter. I don't want it to sound like I am being rude, but uh, you almost made it sound like I was in an assignment. Sorry? Assignment? No. A favor, yes. Can I ask from who? Oberon. I give Argo the most puzzled look. What? He. Okay. I know he's the one who helped steal away my memories. No, not exactly from what I remember, but continue. 
Well, he gave them back. He had a part in it somehow. Yes. And he told you to look after me. Why? Ochfei are very complicated beings. And King Oberon is very temperamental. Some days very, very good. Some days not so much. He did not disclose to me why and I did not ask the question for it was not my place. He has helped me so I helped him. And he did not take your memory away. The journey from the Feywild to Granzia took your memory away. Yeah. Uh, And from what I was told, you were made aware of these consequences when you decided to join me or to be dropped in my city. Out of game, did I know where I was going when I left? You said out of game from what you can remember, which isn't a whole lot, but from what you do remember, you said that you wanted to go home. Right. Okay. Because that's what I remember. Mm -hmm. I so I'll relay that to Argo. I told her that I wanted to go home. Her. Uh, The girl I was with when I was in the Feywild. I do not know any of this, but okay, I believe you. Well, you are home. Um. Yeah. But my where I'm from with my parents in Sloan from Namora. I got the impression that this was not an option. But what was an option? Putting you back on Sloan. Again, I, I do I not know the details. I just this was the impression from I the conversation. If I left, I had no control in going home, or like no one had control in where I went, or I was not meant to go back home. I would go with the last one. Again, this is more hearsay and my intuition as opposed to being told outright but as you know I'm usually right annoyingly so but yes (laughs) I'm just it is is annoying this is not there's no lie in this statement Uh, I can be quite annoying alright so that answers that question 
But I still, that means fucking Jack Diddley now. I know. So I, I didn't really have it as rough as someone who had been orphaned. Uh, the next kid who was left abandoned. And I'm imagining that's doing thanks to you. So for that, I'm grateful. Um, it just feels weird that you only picked me up after the fact. Were you like specifically told to wait that long? I was given instructions to wait until you were 18. Trust me, Zix. When an archfey whom you owe tells you to do something and not to question it, you do it and you don't question. I got it. I got it. Otherwise, I'm you're not, fucked. I'm not trying to question you. I'm just trying to make sense of. And I am giving you as much context as I can. I don't know how much you have dealt with archfey. Not the. I met him and gave me back my uh, my memories, but... You must have caught him on a good day. Apparently. Um, although he was not the one who sent me there. How I got back to the Feywild um, is likely due to the gentleman the, uh, I was telling you about, the constable that you read about in my report. Mm-hmm. The one responsible for the machines. Exactly. Seems very powerful. Bit of a dick, too. Well, everyone with power is a little bit of a dick. Right again. Myself included. Do not judge by your own experience. I have been very nice to you. You have been. And again. Uh, thank you. This is why the rest of your guildmates are harder on you. And they remind me of it every time I see them. As they should. You ever they thought about having kids of your own? Why, when I have to babysit you lot? <laughs> Seriously, Argo. Never even once. If I'm able to keep 18 grown adults alive, I don't need kids. Fair enough. Come on. You know I will live forever. You're going to outlive all of us with your luck. Do you have any more questions for me? I told you uh, in the letter that I was considering a guild uh, conclave change, but mm. after talking to Duo and Galahad, I decided to stick with it. I mean, most of the stuff you've probably read in my report. Um, 
and that conversation you kind of just answered for me anyways um what do you want to know for you it's been six months and you haven't seen me in your report you didn't leave anything out did you um Ainea said anything that I would want to ask you directly um I should just ask you directly which was the questions that I asked you before but otherwise you ever get you ever get like to where you wanted to be and have all the things that you wanted to do planned and when you get there blank it happens kind of how I feel honestly despite everything I'm just glad I can see you um glad uh you can weigh in on my evaluation check in on me and uh help out with these machines as best as, as you're able much to. as we can exactly look i do not have questions for you because you are alive you're here it is a good day come and what do we do on good days argo we get shit-faced Let's go. It's enough of this bullshit. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, we do. I'll, I'll, as I'm going out, I, I describe the girl that, uh, from the Fate Wild to him. And I go, yeah. And I start telling him, oh, by the way, uh, I think my name is Quill. You can still call me Zex, but just wanted to let you know. Very well. I will call you what you wish. I think it, it's, uh, I like, Zex from you. Quill be a little weird. Very well. Come on. The two, Argo and Zex, are coming out of the back room, and Shanks is, at the same time, starting to head towards the front door. He's maybe like five, ten feet from it. Um, in the bar, um, or in the, rather in the guild hall, uh, Sirius, and at this point only Sirius, sees Osamu as Brian is walking towards the door uh, mutter a few words and his eyes faintly flutter a uh, light turquoise color uh, just before just as we're like crossing the threshold of the door I'll lean into him and say um, sorry about like initial seeing you again not sure if I gave off an impression that I was angry or upset with you, but honestly didn't know how I'd react given the information. Uh, so just wanted to put that out there. Um, you know, you still took me in despite whether it was a job for an Archfey or whether it was out the kindness of your heart. Um, so I appreciate it. And I don't want to seem ungrateful for that. He gives like a big Joe like. <laughs> <laughs> and slaps you really hard on the back. Oh. Zex, my boy, my boy, come. Why, why do you worry about these things? There's no, there's no problem. It may have started as a job, but you are like my boy, and he gives you a fucking 
like I said, okay, already half okay. in the bag. God, let's go. the fur and you're so goddamn rough with your rough ass hands. Jesus Christ. Well, maybe you should, you know, do some work, you know, toughen the hands up. I just like show claws and I'm like, no. Those are very nice nails. Whatever, you get them manicured. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are so sensitive. <laughs> So uh, come on, come on. Apparently, come Galahad wants a drinking competition with you, so uh, oh. be, pre- be prepared for that. Um, oh, it does he now? He does. He does. He fancies himself a, a mountain from the mountains and what have you. So, you know, a little bit of a drinker. And I told him that you're not one to pass down a good time. Oh, you would not be wrong. And he sort of flicks his gaze towards the uh, front door where there's a group the rest of the group is standing and Osamo did uh, did one of the guards show up yes apparently he he was one of the new ones that came in why do you ask Argo it's just very strange that the guards would come in here that they have no need to be here Hmm. It's just weird. Maybe it's maybe it's the the lake talking, you know? Maybe it's just Ah, whatever. Let's see. He starts walking on he walks over to the behind the bar, pulls out a bottle of clear liquid, and starts spreading out shots. Oh, you're going with that. And I look at the bottle and I look at Galahad and I'm like Like, yikes. Good luck. Oh, you! Oh, you guys left the room. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I, thought you, yeah. I thought you guys were still in your. Yeah, no, we no, walked no, out. They're down. <clears throat> our area. Okay. And at this point, uh, Brian has has actually left the building. Don't mind Argo. I'm going to go get some air. Yeah, yeah. He's I think barely paying attention. Drinking contest this time. Ah, don't worry, don't worry. Come, 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 everybody. We promise we'll. It won't be so bad that we need to tell Natasha anything. Ah, who cares what she thinks? <laughs> I give him the face of, all right, you said it, not me. <laughs> all right, he starts pouring out. Um, uh, Shanks, where are you heading? Um, I'm going to start heading back towards... Yeah. I'll uh, pull up the map for you so you got the... Thank you. And I'm going to start heading back towards the um, uh, domicile that was given to me by, uh, what's her name again? Lenore. Lenore. Thank you. Yes. All right. Uh, Osama, what are you up to? I'm going to walk around and... See if Brian does anything strange. All right. Stealthily, I assume? Yep. All right. Roll that stealth check. Oh, that's weird. It says Atrus. Oh, that's right. That's just what I'm looking at. Um, that's a nine. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, Shanks, you do notice uh, with your passive perception that uh, 
Osamu from the bar from the uh, guild hall is tailing you maybe about 20 or 30 feet back. He's trying very hard to stay hidden, but he is a fey fox uh, in the middle of Old Town, which is like basically human territory, human and elf. And he, he sticks out like a sore thumb. You, you see Shanks uh, duck into the nearest alleyway. Or you see Brian duck into the nearest alleyway. Well, someone's just going to walk nonchalantly into the alleyway. Okay, and I'm going to tell you right now, the altar self has maybe about seven minutes left. I'm going to set a timer right now. We'll do a real time. Uh, where are you? There you are. Sorry about that. Timer. Boom. All right, so Samu ducks into, or doesn't duck, just casually walks into the alley behind Shanks. About 10 Thanks. seconds later. Shanks is, uh, Brian is standing there with his, uh, with his back towards him. Okay. If he doesn't do anything, I ask him a question. Well, um, well, someone's going to walk up to you and say, waiting for someone. Yes. You. Now, why would you be waiting for me? You have a very observant disposition, and I need someone who's knowledgeable of these areas that can potentially potentially help me with something quite important. We do have quests that can be posted at our guild. And by request, you can even request me. What is your goal with your guild? I'm a simple man. I simply want to do my job, get paid gold, and go home. I don't have any grand lofty goals, goals, none like Argo or the others. Is your home most important to you? My home is where I am at peace. Does the idea of more money tempt you? Not if it comes with problems and more headaches than I can handle. What's your limitation on problems? What are yours? You I'm seem still to have fun questions. <laughs> I'm still finding my limits right now. I wonder, you have quests and situations that have already been given to you of course and i'm sure you've seen posters around for a wanted elf 
Yes. Daryl, the pincushion maker. If I were to help you find him, would that satisfy the needs that you have? Sounds like a very low deal you're offering me. What's not to say I couldn't find this person myself? I'm not saying that at all. I told you. I noticed that you're quite observant. I have a question for you, Jim. Part of the job. I have a question for you. You've already asked many. Go ahead. Out with it. If you're talking, you're muted. Oh, sorry. You know the crew that was in the tavern with you is trying to sacrifice a lot to be able to save the the realms and the home that you hold dear. You talk about these great things. And what proof do you have? And what affiliation do you have with them? I thought you were Brian, the new guard. I walk closer to him. He turns. Tommy, how much time do I have left on the... Three minutes. It's in chat. He's posting it. Posting in the chat. You got just over two minutes left. Damn. I'm trying to delay until it wears off. There's no way I could rush it, huh? Nope. (laughs) All right. I'm going to tell you the truth and I need you to give me at least a moment to explain myself can you give me that time it sounds like something a rogue would say before they set up an ambush and he draws his weapon immediately and takes a step back. Speak your truth now. You see Brian put his hands up. I am the elf. You would willingly give yourself up like this. The only proof that I can give you is that I'm willing to sacrifice myself in order to help everyone in this realm. Now, you do not have to believe me. I don't. But at the same time, I have nothing else to give. My life is in your hands. and Make your decision. You don't have the right to tell me that. I just did. He's getting one attack coming at him. Cool. Tommy, how's that time happening? <laughs> this is going to work out really cool. So, no, yeah, you just go in and take a swing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... 
a 10 to hit, so it doesn't matter anyways. I'm probably just gonna swing at the wall. So, as you take there this you swing, you, uh, also purposely missed, just sort of like a, more of a fainting sort of, like, just fuck off sort of swing. And as it swings across and, like, you're maybe a solid five or six inches from his actual chest. Brian doesn't move. His hands are still up. And as it sort of swings across, his skin begins to uh, take on a slightly darker tone. And um, you can see the uh, hair change. The uh, the ears begin to lengthen and point. Uh, goes down into green. Like, it is the picture image of the pincushion maker, but in a guard's cloak. And Tommy, I will always also shift the cloak if I can to um, the telltale colors. When you notice, like maybe a couple seconds later, you see your hands and it shifts. You see the cloak shift into a raggedy sort of blackish gray cloak. You align yourself with the telltale. They were the only ones who gave me refuge. I'd be careful if I were you. I was friends with a former telltale member. They cautioned me well. Once again, I am not in a position where I have much choice if I want to be able to save my friends and save these realms. Like I said, depends. The decision has already been made. I told you the truth. I've made mistakes in the past where I have not been open with people. And that has caused more problems than not. If you can give me this moment in time and not isolate, this is true. You would come up to a stranger in a guild where you are wanted and simply offer yourself up like this. Yes. I need help. Then why didn't you do it in the guild if those were your friends? Because I had to see what kind of person you were. You asked too much of me. I don't think you asked enough of yourself. You see Osama lower his sword and just sheath it. Can you help us? You sound like Zex coming into the guild. That's my boy. Probably while you're all friends. You're all a pain in the ass asking too much of us. You see Osama begin to like start walking 
turn around and start walking the other way. What use is all your talent, abilities, if you don't take opportunities that come your way? If you treat everything like it's negligible. I have enough money. What's your You don't know me. No, I don't. But guess what? Your plate's about to be smashed. Not by me, but by what's happening. I feel like you have a role to play in this. I feel that you might be able to help us. Worrying about how much is on your plate at the moment is not really as important as helping us accomplish this goal. Everyone's goals are important to them in some way. Somehow your goals are more important than mine or the guilds. I'm here to help the old man. I've got enough to deal with. Then the idea would be to help him in the most prudent manner, correct? Don't twist this around and try to use other people in your argument. But you just did. It's quite hypocritical. I'm not going to hang someone else's life on the line. You're hanging everyone's life on the line. You see that? That's exactly what you're doing. Okay. So you've decided I've made a mistake? Depends. On what? Why did you join the Telltale? As I mentioned before, I'm not necessarily a member. They just spared my life because they understand that there's something more at stake. So why don't you ask them? Why come to this guild and bring your troubles here? Well, my troubles are not necessarily here. It's not my troubles. It's our troubles. I came here because you're acting very much like them. Not your problem. Until it is. Exactly. Not my problem. What gives you the right to come in here and tell me that this is my problem? You're talking about rights. What what rights? Everyone telling you what's happening. Trying to demand guild quests of us. It's not a guild quest. You need to do this. Do that. It's not a guild quest. I'm a simple man and I work for money. Yeah, what good is money if you can't spend it? Everything rides off of existence. If you exist, then you can go home and... You sound like one of those crazy clerics that go around town trying to convert us to other religions and worship their gods. Why do I need to sit here and listen to you talk and yammer on about this? You don't. All this existence crap. I was just hoping that there was something bigger in you. I'm sorry. Do what you will. Good day. If you're going to take the back alley, I suggest being on guard. 
I'm always on guard. But thank you. There's a rogue killer out there that we've got news about lately. I'd watch your head if I were you. Someone hunt headhunting other rogues. Even the telltale. If you're sticking around with them, watch your head. We'll do. You see Osama just walk start walking back towards the guild. Chang says the same. Back towards the guild or back towards the telltale guild? Back towards the telltale. Okay. Smash cut back to everyone else drinking at the bar. Um, uh, Argo, all right, come, come on, come on. He's just—he literally—he's not even trying to like pour individual ones. He's literally just opening the bottle and pouring them across all of the the shots, uh, all of the <laughs> shot glasses, and you, whatever you get, you get, and he just starts pushing them out to everybody. We'll do one together, and then you. And he points over to Galahad. You and I have business. Uh, believes and I look over at Zex seems Zex has has made you aware I mean I feel like it was only right to give a little bit of forewarning yeah fair enough alright All right. so he pushes one out to everybody so everyone who's ta- actually taking the shot uh, constitution saving throw <laughs> as this as it hit whoever's drinking it, as it hits your tongue, this is 100% moonshine. You all get plus two to your rolls, mm-hmm. including Argo. <laughs> Natural fucking 20. Good shit. Uh, Only one for the night, probably. 12. 15. Uh, 10 with the plus two. 12. Oh, wait, not bad. Not 15. 18. 12. <laughs> 18. A fucking 12. <laughs> All right, everyone who rolled under a 15. Kyver's pissing in his pants. There you go. Not yet. <laughs> no, you get that nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. Everything feels really good. And then the wobbles start. Oh. Everybody else, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling. Just, a, just a random question. I'm going to see if I push my luck. Would I have advantage because I know I've drank this before? A tolerance? <laughs> no. This is this is moonshine, son. You're drinking like <laughs> you're drinking like isopropyl alcohol at this point, man. This is there's not there's no such thing as tolerance to moonshine. Unless you've got when, Leon, unless, when, you, unless when, you've when got Argo uh, is your mentor, I would unless you've got, uh, you know, forty five points of lay on hands is ready to go to not lose a contest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh shit. So Argo's taking a look around. He's like, ah, this is good. You have done very well. I like all of you. He looks over at some of the ones that are a little wobbly. He says, don't worry. You don't have to have any more if you don't want to. There's ale. It's fine. I'm not a pussy. I got drink it. Oh, would you like to get in? <laughs> uh, your friend here. And he gestures over to Galahad. Uh, he said to think that he could drink me under the table <laughs> well you know my mentor was your friend and he was an awful drinker yes he always was he was a very very sloppy drunk very dramatic 
We all know this one person. Every friend group has this person. Yes. Everyone. And he pours out another. He's like, he, he points over to you, Kyra. And then to the rest of you. Does anybody want to? Huh? Huh? Uh-huh. I'm gonna... Oh. Oh, I'll have another. If there's going to be any wagers, uh, and he pulls out a he pulls out a, a small pouch of gold and puts it on the thing, it's like whoever's taking wagers, you can bet uh, on me. But by I, me I, I look this. at Argyle. I go, "Yep, you doing it again?" Uh, for right. me another. How much? First how much, how, how, how much, how much money we betting? He's got like forty gold in this in this pouch. Right, oh wow, forty on himself. Right, I've got who 40. has the uh, I've got who has the the, the grip? Um, <laughs> you don't you don't have you don't have gold. You don't have like you, a bit of change does. on you. Yeah, you do. I'm, this is a group community event. <laughs> I'm not using my gold for this. I'm not drinking. Wow. I, I, I am I am reaching over the bar and I'm gonna go grab me a big thing of ale and I'll watch the show. I have my own. Oh, don't, yeah, don't. no, I've got I've got I've got gold on. Me. I've got gold. I put forty gold. I'm matched. Oh, 40, forty gold. Don't punk out Zex and I put forty gold. I've been down this road. Before. This is all personal stash. I, I know. This is not community fund. I throw twenty more gold. That's half your entry, fellas, Zex. Let's go. <laughs> Come um, on, you we got to do it as a party. Come on, even serious, even serious is gonna do it now. Hell no, hell <laughs> serious, don't be I a pussy. Him. I respect you. <laughs> Not giving to pressure. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> so serious, you're saying your because boss could take more of a shot than you can? I'm go- I'm going to reach and grab the ale and slide one over to serious. So we're gonna we're just gonna sit back and watch the show. We'll be your commentators and make sure uh, no- nothing's uh. Under under the table, sneaky sneaky. And I look at the rogues. Yeah, I um, I take my other twenty back, and it's like, all right, you're lost. Get the coin purse. I go, uh, guys. I I used to hang out at a bar. I know full well how bad this is gonna go. So I will be the coin purse holder, and uh, will prepare healing spells just in case you guys <laughs> uh, get injured again. <laughs> Where do you find these people? This is amazing. Why do we not have one more? Why why do we not have this man here? Would you like to join the guild? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> he, he's he's kind of not, but it, consider oh, it for later. You could literally just live here and heal me after I drink. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he st- starts pouring out more and slides the shots to everybody. All right, you ready? Ready. Roll me, roll me that constitution save as everyone... Kyra's rolling a five on his from my important rolls. Plus two. (laughs) Wait, what? what? I had a five and a 14 from my portent. So I'm using the five on your constitution roll. The level of pettiness. I love this. So you have a seven. You have a seven. You have a seven. seven. That's it. You roll a seven. (laughs) Motherfucker. I rolled a. You don't have a con? You don't have 22. I have a plus one to my con, and then the two. It's, that's even it. 18, 14, 15. So I have a 16. All right. All right. 21, 20, 22. That's some petty. So I guess that's only so. Kyber get, it hits him hard. Two times. And just fucking boom. Like, now it's... Now it's like halfway through your birthday celebration, <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> I'm dancing. You know. Yeah. So you just see Ky- see me like this in the bar, like just start doing that, like woo, <laughs> like that. Man. 
Alright, I see we have some people here that can keep up. Alright. Pulls the bottle out, which is like a quarter gone already, and just pours out <laughs> another another four. It's like, are you ready, dancing man? I'm born ready. Just pushes it out to everybody. Let's go. I look over to Duo and I say, just stay clear of any projectiles that might come your way. As a matter of fact, duo, go, like go, go, go to the rafters one. for this. Oh my god, you're uh, using both your port and rolls yeah, on fucking yeah. <laughs> drinking. No, 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 this is going to be on me. So it's a 12 plus 1 plus the 2 that I get. Uh, so 15 flat. 15 flat. Yeah, those yeah, are you. my two port and rolls. <laughs> um, 14. Oh, so close. Three in a row. <laughs> oh, that would be good. <sighs> We'll God of luck is not helping you today, buddy. No, he is not. Uh, you guys see Argo sort of like shake his head for the first time. Like, uh, hmm, uh, there we go. Nick sort of gets rosy in the cheeks a little bit. Uh, 18. <clears throat> All right. So Kyber's got three fails. And... <laughs> He is like it hit that third one hits you like a fucking sack of bricks. And you sort of like you almost sort of see him like he puts the shot glass down, slams it onto the bar, and then you sort of see him like his ass end starts moving backward and he's not, and he's just like almost <laughs> fall like falls back into one of the bar stools but falls sitting onto it. And Argo sort of gives like a little shake like that actually hit him for the first time. You two are still looking pretty good. All right, all right. Ah, the game has just begun. The game has just begun. Pours out another round. Are you ready to get the cat? It's. However, you're still in this. Another. You don't. Another. He's an adult. He pushes the four out again. Man child, Argo. You don't know him. Remember, you get your plus two if it helps. Mm-hmm. Next, Conte. Other 16. Yep. Uh, 14. Kyber. <laughs> 12. Jesus Christ. Yes! We're going to have our you first s- fucking right. alcohol poisoning death, man. You see... <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you see... You see... Kyber... Just fucking throw it back hard, slam the glass down on the table. He's like, "Woo!" And then, like mid woo, he's just like it stops, and he just slowly falls back, like almost just boom out cold, just like uh, on the floor. And he's he's out cold. He's like, "Good." Well, your friend is okay. I'm sure he's fine. And uh, this wouldn't be the first time. Argyle, you're still in the running, and so so is Galahad. Uh, Galahad and Argo are at one fail currently each, and uh, Argyle has managed to use his magic to stay ahead of the game. Um, it's like, okay, it is three. Pours out another three. There you go. Give me another con save. Not a good one. Nine. Ten. All right, so you get hit for the first time, Argyle. 
and you feel that burn in the back of your throat and that warm feeling and uh, anyone who's around you can see like your cheeks are a little bit redder than normal um, Galahad you start getting the wobbles that hit you that hit you pretty good it was smooth going down and then had that aftertaste you know you get like that like acid sort of like burp and sort of like half puke like you're just like oh it just it burns on the way back down that's what you're getting right now and Ar- Argo sort of uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go. Pours out some more. Pushing it out. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Take that. Take that shot. There we go. Sixteen. Eight. All right. Eight. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. That's what number two. That's the All second right. one, yeah. Yeah, uh, Argo also gets his second failure. So everyone is dead even now. All of them stars are starting to sway a little bit and like leaning on the bar to keep themselves standing. Anyone's game. Is this three? Is this three and out? Uh, Argo seems like the type of guy, especially since he sort of pushed Kyber to go to like you're passing out, like you're drinking until you pass out. Cool. That which could bode well for him or not well for him. We're not no no one's sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <sighs> he wasn't going to uh, what's out on me. No. Starts pouring the the three of them. What's out? Keep him coming. I just lean Please. over to serious and I'm I like, like your friends. Between the I love him too. I'm glad you like him. Oh yes. <laughs> I lean over to serious. I'm like, uh. Oh, honestly, who you 19. got? Nice. Oh, yeah, roll that save. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Not one. Ooh. Ooh. Get out. I'm going to say, yeah, that one fucking hits you hard. And you're not completely passed out from this. Like, it hits you fucking just boom. And you sort of sit down on one of the bar stools and you hear it crack a little bit as you're putting actually putting your weight onto this wooden bar stool that is made for someone like Ooh. a quarter of your size <laughs> it it doesn't break but you see every galahad just sort of puts his 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 elbow down onto the bar and leans his, sort of exactly the way you're sitting right now tone and just sort of puts his hand down and he's slowly like nodding in and out between and every time Argo would be like, oh, are you ready? Are you ready? Go. Okay. Uh, uh. how, how do we know what time of day it is? Oh, this is in the evening. Okay. Also, uh, Tommy, check your messages. Uh, from, oh, Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can. You can make that a single if you want to do that. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Nargo's like, ah, I'd love to do this one time. <laughs> one time. No more magic tricks. <laughs> so I kind of just shake yeah. myself. Eyeballs, <laughs> both of you, like, this is no more magic tricks. I so laugh. you are now at, at three I, fails I, instead of four. I laugh at both of them and I go, 
You guys are gonna have to try way harder than that to pull one over on the old man. Even I've got nothing else drinking. up my sleeves. I uh, did what I could to get out one of the competition. Good luck. <laughs> and I'm back at it. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Pours out some more. Pushes it forward. I guarantee he has eyes in the back of his head. Alright, we rolling? Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. So a total of five. You guys notice that Argyle is getting very similarly drunk to the way that he was in Belrondis. He's almost there. He's at the incoherently babbling about things, but still some coherent enough to sort of like he's babbling things, but he's injecting that particular babble in the right part where a, a reply would need to be made so like he's coherent he knows what's happening but it's like he can't like get the words out I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna slip out to the kitchen and just start bringing back like bread and like snacks cause inevitably there's gonna be some puking soon unless they just pass out before they do but I'm just gonna like slip out and be like duo keep give me uh, keep me posted in case anything fun happens Yes. Oh, this is wonderful. Oh. All right. So Both we're at three and three. Three and three All and three, right. and she's at two. Let us begin. Roll it. Yes. Uh, Thirteen. Eighteen. All right. Galahad, roll me a d6. Six. Can you describe to me how Galahad just fucking lets his entire lunch fly <laughs> before he passes out? <laughs> um... This is an instant, right? I can't like it's like just it's just happening. I can't. Uh... It's happening. I literally I, when I had you roll the d6, I was like, if he rolls a six, he's puking every other number. He's fine. <laughs> Ooh. Damn! And I swear bitch. to God, I literally finished thinking that in my head, and you're like, oh six. I'm like, oh fuck, I can't. Well, I can't roll that back now. I guess. Son <laughs> of a bitch. All right, no problem. Um, so uh, just looking. Oh man, bye bye, I haven't done this in ages. And then I, I get that feeling like that. Oh, oh shit. And so I tie the turn and make like a beeline to the to the restroom or where I would think the restroom would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I make one step away from the table, I just... <laughs> And then proceeds proceeds to like (laughs) fall forward into one of the tables, smashing it and just passing out. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. He looks over at you, Argyle, and goes, I was only trying to beat him. Do you want to split the money? Yes. (laughs) Argyle, stay winning money, man. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> you take half. I yeah, take so half. You, you win an extra forty, and I win an extra forty. All right, let me get my forty. You get eighty. Okay. You get eighty here, and he just pushes the coins to you. You take these. I'm so I like I'm dr- I'm just taking his word for it because math is not at a, a thing. <laughs> thing. It's not comprehensible right now. I'm like eighty. Yes. Yeah, take one more shot. <laughs> <laughs> you, see me, you see me come out as like Galahad, like like slams to the floor. I'm like, oh shit! What the fuck? Oh, I'm just sitting there with, with the with the ale. I'm just like, not the worst I've seen, to be honest. <laughs> At least you can't. Not my worst day. Next time. I will try not harder next time. <laughs> uh, I did try to warn him. But, you know, <laughs> you hear me, yo. You got am, I, am, I, am I out cold? <laughs> yeah, you're you're out, out cold. <laughs> Loud Goliath snores coming in, coming from the distance. Uh, <laughs> What's everybody else doing at this point? I'm, I, I'm just sliding enjoying. bread and ale to ones who are still awake. <laughs> <laughs> I just go all feral on a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> I, I, I have to like I, uh, take my hand away really fast, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, all right, damn. <laughs> my God. I, uh, is there like a water bucket or anything around? <laughs> oh yeah, there's definitely there's it's a it's a guild hall. There, there's drinks, there's water, there's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> I'll go ahead and just uh, grab grab some water and uh, splash Galahad with it. <laughs> Just, just let me sleep. <laughs> Wait, it doesn't, it doesn't we're do at least cleaning you out. off a little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah clean my armor. Clean, clean my arm. Clean my armor. Oh, oh, you like, don't, don't, don't do that. Cause I could think of some stuff to do. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you desecrate my armor, cleric. I swear no. to God. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's some interesting ways to use water to wake you up. I'll just say that. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no. I'm pretty I sure Tommy like, will like, be down for it. I feel like once we figured out how to give someone an Edamon game, like, <laughs> seriously, just like, I'm about that life. <laughs> try me, motherfucker. Try me. About to show you some bloodbender in here, man. Oh. 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 <laughs> Go weekend at Bernie's, walk around with Galahad's body, making him do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, that just happened. <laughs> yeah, it happened to Kyber, right? Yeah. Oh man! So wait, what, uh, <laughs> you're, you're still conscious, though, right? Uh, Sebast? Oh no, he's out. He was the first. No, one. he's oh, out. I'm, I'm the only one. Still I'm the first one. Now, Cole, because of fucking Argyle. <laughs> Serious? Help me. I don't. I don't feel too good. Oh, oh no! Stay back. Stay. I've seen that face before. <laughs> okay. The bread probably really cast didn't help. some of your whatever you can, <clears throat> whatever you can cast to help. Okay, okay. Just, just stay back. Or if you do, at least turn your your mouth the other way. No, I'm I'm good. I got bread, but it's not gonna know. last forever. 
look, the second I touch you, you're probably going to projectile vomit. So just warning you. <laughs> I've, I've, like I said, I grew up in a bar, so I, <laughs> I, I know. All right. Uh, okay. okay. All right. Hand me, hand me a bucket. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was going to use this on Gal. Oh, okay. Here you go. No, he he lost money and he's passed out. Give me the bucket. And I just, uh, I give you like one hard tap on your back. All right. It's better if you get it out first, then, then I'll do some healing. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> and then I just I... proceed to just let out whatever I can. Yeah. You just see me like, you know, close my eyes and kind of like look away. Like uh, now yeah. it's Sebastian's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> in in the middle of all this, you guys do catch Osamu stand up and head back towards the front door. <laughs> and he exits the building and shuts the door behind him. Uh, I guess it was a little too much for him. Uh, he, he's not one for shenanigans. Yeah, he came off that way. <laughs> he hey, could have won some money. But, uh... That's alright. More for me. Less for Kyver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I imagined that was gonna go about how it went. This is why. Oh, uh, you didn't see oh, me did winning. We? Be honest. Did, I was gonna ask, like, uh, did we see him mess, like, messing with the rolls? Or are we aware that he messed with the rolls? I mean, uh, mess with Kyber. I think only uh, Argo picked it oh, up. Okay. No, no, that's what I was. That's what I was curious about. Okay. No. I mean, I was just going to say, like, man, the devil's luck is on your side today. I mean, we were joking about the whole thing with, with Kyver and his, his, you know, luck god, but it looks like they shifted in your favor today. I just smirk it serious, and I'm like, it's, uh, it's not luck. It's, um, let's just say I had a little bit of have, uh, magic to do with that. Oh, a little bit of the divine intervention, eh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm tired of that idiot being protected by the god of uh, whatever it is that protects him. Uh, not today. Not today. <laughs> not when money's on the line. It does make me wonder if he did something to piss him off. I mean... No, god. no, no. He'll he'll be all right. Just, I'm not going to lose to Kyber. Not financially, at least. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, well, he... <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> Smash cut to Shanks. Where are you up to? Uh, I am looking for entryway into the location of the map. All right. Um, so you see that there is uh, both a front and back entrance to this particular building. The back entrance available through an alleyway. Um, coming the way that you are coming from, you see uh, maybe about 30 feet in front of you where the building is, you see Osamu walk right out into the uh, street, shut the door behind him, and stand in front of the door. Let me try to take the alleyway. Okay. Make your way around the back. 
Osama, what are you doing? Again, you just see Osama walk in through the building. As everyone else is probably still drinking, you just see Osama look up the ceiling, rolling his eyes, and walk out through the other entrance and stand in front of the door. All right. Shanks, as you get around to the side, peek your head around the corner, you see Osamu pop out the door, shut the door, and stand in front of it. And I walk up to him. All right. You're not very good at lying. You're not very good at attacking. If that was the intent, you probably wouldn't be standing here right now. If I had any other intent, you wouldn't be standing here at all. Sounds like a fun challenge. Well, it's not really a challenge. I'll tell you this much. Since you seem to have this uh, position, where do you want to go from here? I'd like to go in and see my party. They're a little indisposed. Are they drinking again? It seems like a pastime for your group, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's the only group that I know that can uh, have contests of, well, bewilderment while the world's falling apart. It's kind of their ammo. I can't read the chat. Fuck you guys. Well, if there's any others in there, that might just be out for your head. I can't say it won't stop them. Nor would I really care to join them, but considering that it's my job once I walk in through these doors, better watch yourself. I promise you I will not affect your task to care for the old man, as you mentioned. I personally feel that Zex probably has the same affinity towards him as you do. I harbor no ill will to your group. I would hope so, because I don't really feel like fighting Zex today either. Fair enough. You see Osamu crack the door open and take a step to the side and make a gesture for Shanks to walk in. After you. Thank you. Shanks enters. You right. hear him audibly sigh as he walks in like maybe two steps after you and closes the door. You walk through this back room and as you walk out towards the bar, you see to the left Galahad it's completely sprawled out on top of a broken table, sleeping with vomit out in front of him. Uh, you see Kyver passed out on his back to your right. Argyle, Sirius, and Zex are having a serious conversation. And you see an older guy 
uh, standing behind the bar, sort of leaning on it fairly heavily. Shanks audibly sighs in the exact same tone as Osamu and walks towards the old man. Okay. What do you do? Osamu is walking right behind him. Mm -hmm. You're not not hiding this fact at all. You're just walking straight up behind him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Osamu's... No, no, no. no. Uh, Shanks to walking up behind Argo. No, you said I'm behind him? Yes, you are walking out from behind the bar. So if you're looking at the... You're coming in through... So everything would be closer to... Uh, Yeah, I... Uh, I was about to go, hey, shit. And then I realized, like, I see uh, <laughs> uh, someone behind him and go, uh, Brian, right? Yeah. It's Shanks. <laughs> like, it's 100% Shanks. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm just like, making sure. Yeah, yeah, Sirius is kind of blanked on, on what his uh, fake name was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but it, like, it doesn't. It doesn't look like Brian, though. It looks like Shanks. Yeah, he's in really Shanks. Form. No, oh, no, okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he still had the illusion up. Uh, no, no more illusion. <laughs> he, is, he looks just like Shanks. It is Shanks. dreadlocks and all. <laughs> oh, although I still I think up. headcanon, he still says Brian just to be a cheeky fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah just absolutely. Oh, Brian, what's up, buddy? Right. Hey, and he man. looks. He looks over to him, and he's he's just like shaking his head like this. Like no, like we're not doing that anymore. Uh, you see the old man turn and look at you and like squint at you, and then sort of stand up a little bit straighter. Doesn't do anything, yes. but he's staring directly at him, at Shanks. Like, oh, uh, yes, Argo, it is him. Zex, are you near me? Yeah, I'm, yeah, we're all at the table. Uh, I, you I, and... I lean in. I go, is is this a bad thing? I'm not sure yet. I'm going to slowly walk over to the bar and uh, say, Argo, remember what I was telling you about? The uh, the friend... You can be sure that this man right here is the real person you are talking about and not this killer that you think he is some, trying to frame him? Uh, we've done this with him before. But... All right, let's see if I can ask him something only he would know. Argo, you feel like being my human lie detector again? This is what I do. Fair enough. Well, someone just pulls out one of his blades. Shanks. Shanks once again just puts his hand up. There was uh, something that Galahad told you in the fight with Rig that you immediately answered to. And that's how we knew that it wasn't you, or you were you, and not Rig. What was it? That we visited the pool of the Morning Lord. It's, it's me, Zex. That's hold it. on, hold on. That's not good enough. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Motherfucker. What embarrassing detail did Kyver tell you outside? 
<laughs> Argo's eyebrow sort of goes up like, hmm. What? Wait, you've been here before? Did I miss something? Hold on, this is the real fucking test. Brian. Isn't this is isn't this Brian? Shanks. Do you remember? Yes, I do. What was it? Shanks leans. Say less. All right. You know it. He leans (laughs) towards Argyle and he goes that he's an untouched. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's him. That's him. You just see Osamu just like facepalm like you can't be fucking serious. (laughs) I'm sorry, Osamu. This is this is our group. I. I reach at the bar, like behind the bar, blindly for a bottle. Oh, they're all gone. Oh, they're all gone? You guys have been drinking. It, oh, it, there wasn't a lot of booze behind that bar to begin with because uh, our, yeah, our life in there for a little while. Death scenes right now. So, so yeah. yeah, you drank it all. You drank so it all. You, you just see Osamu just go <sighs> and looking over to Zex, pops the door that's behind him open, uses a mage hand with one of his free hands and grabs a bottle and then zips it over to Zex. Thanks, bro. And I put it in front of Argo and I say, this is more for him. And I point to Shanks than it is for you right now. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to need it. What are you trying to say to me? Or do you think I can't handle it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, this is to calm his nerves. <laughs> and he just pats your face. I am fucking with you. <laughs> Argo, I. You can be a very scary man sometimes, Argo, and I don't want to scare point. our. I don't want to scare our friend right now, and give no, him the wrong idea. I'm, I swear I'm to God, Zach. If I have to, does, uh, Argo does Argo gone. notice the uh, the telltale colors on the on the thing? Does oh yeah, he 150 percent does. Right. He just hasn't Fantastic. said shit about it yet. <laughs> right. Well, I'm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me just do do a vibe check on him. Can I do that? Vibe check? You should be afraid. <laughs> That's the vibe. Yeah, no, no. I just want to do a vibe check on him. Vibe check? Let's all, everybody who's still awake, let's just, let's have a drink and talk some stuff out. Uh, in his, I'll put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. Drunk the way he is, he's like somewhere between a two and a three on how he could handle himself. But you can tell that this man was stone sober. He's a hard five. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So, Argo, I want to apologize for bringing complexity into your establishment. I was a mercenary myself, and I know very much how important it is for you to keep things as clean as possible. Well, I mean, if you can tell, and he sort of gestures towards the ta- the guild hall, does not always stay clean. <laughs> this is more fun anyway. <laughs> yes, but continue with your very nice speech that I hope you did not rehearse. No, I did not rehearse it, but... I will be the judge maybe. of this. All right, yes, you will. I need you to understand that um, I'm here to help my team solve a very... Uh, complicated problem is it the machines or the list um it's actually the machines and also i need to find a fate portal well you're in 
grand city there are did you go to the I mean you're wearing telltale I don't know why why you would want to join those crazies but uh, the the fey steps are right over there you can go to spot rock there's lots of things for the fey but this is this is a portal that would be underground of a mercenary oh are you going with those fairy tales about marcus grans did, did your daddy tell you those fairy tales when you when you were a boy my dad told me a lot of fairy tales unfortunately that wasn't one of them i'm all ears literally oh that he built the he built the portal to the fair wild underneath the citadel or some stupid shit like this Oh, he was all magical, and that's how we've defeated the Fae Kings, and I, I don't know. All I know, when the last time the Fae Kings came around, my shop got fucking crushed, and this is why I started the guild. Fair enough. He looks over to Zaxxus. Is something you were aware of? Or part of? Him? No, he was not involved in this. At least not with me. Not yet. To be fair, Argo, you weren't really a good businessman then. I know. <laughs> I, uh, yes, continue, continue, continue. No, I thank you for that information. Uh, is there anything that I can do? Uh, I, I know that there's a huge price on my head. Hopefully, my friends here have let you know the truth behind things, but. I know that I'm asking a lot for you not to simply bring me in and collect the money. So, that being said, would you allow me to rejoin my party and have us continue on this <laughs> quest? I can potentially be of service to you after we've completed it, but as of right now, I don't believe any amount of money is worth not being able to wake up for next day. You know, I see why you joined the party with Zex. You two are both very dramatic when you need to be. Very, very convincing. It gives it a little bit of flair, you know? Sometimes it is a bit too much. I will be honest with you. Sometimes it would be nice if you were just like, "Oh, you know, uh, the world." I don't know that you appreciate today. the the artistry of it. You know, sometimes is you it, gotta you it, gotta expand. Is it artistry, or are you just hamming it up for fuck's sake? <laughs> Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, Argo. Uh, Chase actually lasts a lot of that. My eyes are very good. Okay, and sometimes the things that you do, and this man right here, I feel like he does the same thing. He's, uh, He's been known to do the same. He sounds very dramatic. Very woe is me. Glad you agree, Argo. Why not just be straightforward? I just, I... And still. There's a lot of fucking reasons I don't get to be straightforward, but I'll be honest with you, this is not something that I really want to concern myself with too much. I'm going to be as straightforward as possible, but you got to let me know what you need. And if you're straight with me, I'm straight with you. Then we. Can... I need evidence of all of these things that you are saying. I believe Zex would tell me the truth, but I'm one of those people that needs to see shit with his eyes. 
and not just hear about it before I actually go and take my resources from the places that they are needed. If I am to believe your, uh, the world is going to end, the world is going to end every fucking day. It depends on the person you talk to. This is not me being an asshole. This is me being prudent. You are a mercenary. You can understand prudence. Of course I can. I'm a very pragmatic person, so... I'll leave it to you. Just like I left it to the telltale. You make a decision of whether you want to give me the opportunity to prove something to you. Then and prove it. Why are you... St- wh- yes, the, uh, you ask what I want. I want proof. Okay. I have not tried to kill you yet, which... He looks, you look at his hands as he sort of gestures down to his hands, and he's got like big, like farmhand hands that are just like yeah, yeah. big fucking mitts. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. farm strong, hardcore. And he's like, I feel like I could take you right now. I, so, I'm sure you could. I have not killed you, and we have not uh, made you into a prisoner to take to the Citadel. I would like you to prove my boy Zex correct. If not, Then we may allow have issues. us to uh, allow us to take someone, just one person, with us to give back information, so that they can let you know that we found what we were looking for. You're going. You are looking in Grand City, correct? Yes. Then take Zex. He's part of the fucking guild. I already have to. Everybody has too many things I, to do. I, I raise my hand. And go. <sighs> yeah, Shanks. I already asked him. Uh, for three members to go to three locations where there's been some anomalies here in Grand City. So it's what we can afford, and then we will, as a group, look for the rest. I only asked for someone else because he just said that he trusts you, but he's looking for outside confirmation. So No, I am just looking for out. I'm just looking for confirmation. Just confirmation, period. Yes, confirmation. It would be nice to have my boy right here tell me that what he is saying is not something he dreamed up or has blown out of proportion. I don't think he would lie to me about this, but you never know. Fair enough. Proof is what we need, and this is all I need. If you want to tell me that the world is falling apart, okay, show me why and how, and maybe we can help. But until then, it's just a fucking story, and I have so many stories. So yes, you can join your group. You can even sleep here if you like. I mean, for paint me a word picture. I know Argo's weapons. Are any of them on him? Oh yeah, he's fully, one hundred percent. He's okay. got bolt. He's got flash. He's got lightning. Cool. Easy Osama would say, just over to Shanks. Please, I really don't want to have to clean up the fucking guild again. Last time, well, Argo destroyed half of the fucking guild hall, and I really don't want to have to clean this shit up again. He was an asshole, and you know it. Argo, just... But you didn't have to use all those things in the guild. It was fun, Osamu and you know it has was. a fair point. Though I am going to side with Argo a little bit. He was a dick. 
All right, okay. fine. Next time you clean up. There will be no fight. There will be no need to come. No it won't come to it. I promise. I will yeah, clean this mess up tomorrow morning. I, and I say it I promise. I, I like give a death stare to Shanks. Like, we're not doing this. Not doing what? No, I don't say that. I'm no, no, no. Out of game. Out of game. Not, not doing what? No one's fighting in the guild. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's fighting in the guild. <laughs> no, no, like, no. Shanks, the Shanks last not, thing we need Shanks is not for it at all. Guild. He will literally stand there and let them pummel to death. Like, it's not even a thing right now. I'm good. Um, uh, Tommy, I don't know if uh, we uh, gave specific people from the guild. We said... Uh, Ania. Um, what are you referring to before we start? The, uh, the, pe- the people, the people that we uh, said we're going to go look for these uh, specific locations. We have Ren, we have Sonari, and we have Eowyn. Three badass ladies going to check shit out. Sonari's going Next. up towards the. Um, Dragonborn Valley and going past Terran Ridge. Um, Ren is going further north than that, and uh, Eowyn is going down towards uh, Star Tomb. Okay. So, so please, I... you can take the bed if you want. I'm feeling like this is probably a good time since the party has ended. I am going to sleep. Someone want to get it? Ah, fuck it. I'll get him a blanket. He walks out into the back room, comes back out with two blankets and just doesn't even try to put actually like go over and put it on them. He just throws one blanket over at Kyber and then <laughs> walks about 10 feet from Galahad and throws the blanket at him. Some of it lands on him on both. And then he's like, I am going to sleep. I will clean this up in the morning, Osamo. You do not touch anything. I'll you you go to bed. I'll clean it. They're my friends, and yeah. I would love to pay back the favor to Galahad and carry him to a bed, but um, you can certainly try, sir. We are going to need everybody collectively <laughs> to get him to our room. Nope, not even gonna try it. Just out of game, letting you know. Perfectly right fine with sleeping on the floor. Keeping him right there. Yeah, he's, he's good. You see, you see Shanks lean down and like from the fucking mountain. Like, some okay. gonna say mountain life, son. <laughs> you just, yeah, you, you see Shanks uh, bend down and just like fix the blanket on him and and waves to Argon. It's like, nah, he's good here. I'm just saying. Him? Last time I was drunk, he carried me to a room. Uh, yeah, but that's I just I physically can't repay this favor. I, I get it. I get it. I mean, you you could repay the favor i mean you do have 80 gold on you not repay <laughs> by na- he lost okay he didn't lose the way kyver did i had nothing to do with his loss you know so i'm not gonna he didn't earn any money you're gonna see osamu sheathe his sword at this point roll his eyes shaking his head and you see him lift his hand up as a swarm of white and almost translucent butterflies actually like starts appearing in a whirlwind around him and then you see them fly over and actually pick up Galahad from the floor 
a swarm of butterflies. I I see a um. I see like doing that. Size butterflies? Because holy shit! Like no, like they they just regular size butterflies. I will a lot of them. I will summon the bestial spirit of a bear and have Osama just put him on top of the bear and have the bear go upstairs to put him to a bed. And then I uh, motion over to uh, to Kyber and I say, you, uh, just get him on the bear and then you could pick him up with your, your butterflies. Oh, yeah. There. Everyone, everyone good? Everyone settled? I'll be clean up, Zex. Appreciate it. All right. Everyone eventually makes their way up to their rooms. Some of you are already passed out. Some of you eventually make your way into sleep. All right. So you fade into sleep. And, um, a very familiar sort of like weightless falling feeling sort of happens again. You've had this before, but in the tavern and your eyes sort of flutter open and it's complete darkness and you feel sort of almost weightless, almost sort of like in free fall. And eventually you sort of steady out and you hear a voice in the back of your head. Hello. Good to see you out of that shithole. Do I have the pleasure of speaking to or being visited by? You have the pleasure of speaking to your greatest admirer, Eldrin. Eldrin, Eldrin. Name I've heard, but know very little about. There is no D. It's Elrin. Elrin, my apologies. Yes, no, no, it's fine. It's one of those phonetic things. It just sort of happens with people. I don't... It's perfectly all right. Atros had the worst time with it. So why... Why are you a fan of me, of all people? Well, I've seen your plight. I've seen your past. And I know the goal in which you are working towards. And I can understand this. I would like to help you. Why? Don't get me wrong. Not that I don't appreciate any help. But nothing's free. My story is nothing amazing. I'm looking for a lost person. I'm looking for my mother. I know. Why? Why help me? Because I too am looking for her. Hmm. <clears throat> May I ask why? We shared a brief but special time together. Hmm. Out of game, am I? <laughs> Am I able to kind of start thinking what that possibly might mean? <laughs> I don't know. You can if you want to. You're you're Argyle, man. You can tell me exactly yeah. what's up. Yeah. A okay. Um, a brief but special time. Okay. 
That can mean many things. It um, can. Care to elaborate on that, or...? No, I'm going to let you... just sue in that. You asked why, and that is my reason, and when I feel that I can trust you with that information, then maybe I shall give it to you, but outside of the promise that you have shown thus far in your life, I need a little bit more of a, an assurance before I can start divulging some sensitive information. Fair enough. I'll cut straight to the point. Like I said, nothing's ever free. So what is it that's required of me to receive your help? You remember the city that you were held in for your childhood, at least while you were with your mother. Not Koroa. I do. Excellent. Since you have left it, its corruption has grown worse. I would like to purge this corruption. What does that have to do with me? It has to do with your potential. You have the potential to be more than what you are right now. I can see it. That is why you wear my gift above your head. This is why when you left it at that crater, it was brought back to you. You are deserving of my gift. But we must see some progress. We must push forward. Very cryptic. All of you, I don't even know what you even are. You tend to visit us in our dreams and talk to us in ways that we can't understand and make very high demands of us. And I'll go along for now. I don't really have if I may anything ask, else. What high demand have I asked from you? You want me to clear a land of its corruption? No, a land that I, I want you to help me do this. I did not expect you to do that by yourself. That's fucking crazy. That... That is some bullshit. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But you do have a powerful group of friends. I and do. If they actually get their shit together, they may be able to aid you in this. It's a pretty big if, but... I'll see what I can do to get them involved in this. I know everybody has their own thing they're trying to deal with at the moment. And the more that I can do on my own, the better. Um, but if it's something you foresee them assisting with, I'll weigh the options. Well, as a potential future leader, I would hope that you do this well. I have a question to ask of you ask do you know anything at all about where she is I have a man on the ground currently right now searching for her his name is Yurik Strauss and he is in Nakurawa any information that I get from him I will relate to you 
not as cryptically as I am right now, but our little friend that delivered your pebble. The creepy statue. Okay. It's for dramatic effects. You get used to it after a while. Do we have a more direct line of contact or I'll hear from you when I hear from you? You could pray. You asked for a direct line of contact, and this is the best that I can do for you unless you want to wait for me to contact you. Pray to Elrin. Got it. Is there any sort of magic? That's what I was going to ask. Any sort of magical incantation to uh, get your attention? or I would say focus on that stone above your head. Okay. Make sure that Shanks lives up to his end of the bargain. And I assume he knows what he has to do. If he remembers. Scatterbrain that one a little bit. He's been through a lot. He has. He too has potential. I will talk with him in the morning. Uh, Am I allowed to let him know of this conversation? Of course. I will remind him to do it, and he can fill me in with whatever he knows. Hopefully he remembers what his task is. Otherwise, I'll just pray to you, and we can figure this all out. Maybe I'll say hello. Well, you say a hell of a lot more than uh, Galahad's deity, so I appreciate that so far. That's right. <clears throat> to start, um, I guess we'll be in contact then. Indeed we will. And with that, the sort of feeling of falling begins again, and you sort of jerk awake in your bed, almost like you've hit the bed, falling, and you are alone in your room still. I just let out a sigh, like, oh, man, all right. All right. That was awesome. So after a little bit of helping the drunks get into their beds and uh, making your way off, you do your sort of evening ritual, a little bit of prayers, um, and you eventually fall into sleep. Again, a very familiar sensation sort of overtakes you. uh, Almost as if there is a spotlight on you sort of with your eyes closed you can see the light on the outside of your eyelids you open your eyes again and you are standing in what looks like an endless pool standing on top of the water or just below the surface of it and in front of you is a large 
almost full moon, sort of uh, a waning moon. Yes, I definitely know where I am. <laughs> Do you head towards the, the moon? Yes. All right. As you head towards the moon, you begin to see what look like moving images across the moon. You see what looks like a muscular gnome uh, hammering away at a uh, what looks like a weapon of some kind uh, on uh, an anvil. And it's just a clang, clang back into the furnace and it sort of pulls back through their workshop and you see many weapons and interestingly enough uh, other devices uh, things that look a little odd things that you haven't seen before okay yeah so and, the hacks. yep and uh, it pulls back to what looks like a small cottage and pulls back again even further to reveal a whole village of these cottages and this one being the only one with a light on in the window some of the cottages now as you look are half destroyed there are only smoke coming from one chimney it is snowy on the ground um, and then the image fades and you continue to walk towards this moon And then another image appears. And it's the same as the first, at least in the way that it's presented to you. You see a feminine sort of... Looks very similar to a furbolg, um, but is more deer-like in nature. This is the woman that you saw in your first dream as well, but much more detailed. A, a uh, swirled sort of singular spike coming from the crown of her head somewhat long uh, droopy ears that flows with her hair flowers and thorns and uh, thistle coming through her hair she is covered in uh, leaf and uh, other means of greenery uh, her almost sort of caramel colored fur uh with bits of uh, of bark and what look like small twigs and tree branches growing out of it. And it begins to pan back and she's sitting on this fabric, um, petrified wood chair in this large hall. And as it continues to pull back, it actually pulls back. And from what you can tell, this is like almost sort of like a city uh, deep within something pulls back even further and you see now that the city is inside of this massive tree and its canopy goes for miles in every direction and fades and then one final vision as you are almost towards the moon you see a dwarven woman walking around what looks like a balcony on the top edge of a mountain overlooking vast forests this woman is dressed in robes 
with bits of armor sort of almost made into this garment. Long uh, braided hair, fire red, slight stubble on her face. And she goes back to a map of some kind. And as she's looking at this table, it fades, pulls back out, and you see this mountain. It seems to be up towards the north. And as it pulls back further, eventually the forest opens up into grasslands and then a coast and fades once more. And in the moonlight, you see what look like wisps of hair and a faint outline of a face. And you recognize this as Moonbow. She looks down at you, expectant. Uh, I put my head down. I these visions they're they're of importance to you, correct? They are of importance to you. So uh, they, they're to help me lift the curse, correct? I, I didn't want to push you don't I, get a verbal answer but as you're asking these questions and you're trying to find the right way to say this you get this really warm sort of soothing feeling in your chest where that knot is forming from being so nervous about speaking to your 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 deity yeah. so like you get you sort of get this feeling like yes I know it's okay <laughs> I take a deep breath uh Thank you. I'll look into these. Hopefully, hopefully I can convince the party to, uh, you know, if not, no, no. It is vital to their quest too. That's better. I, I, I would hate to leave them behind, but if if it must be, I, I, yes. I, must, I, I understand. You must seek out the daughters of creation. They will be your only aid. Thank you. In both your journey for Valencia and for your planes. So it's I've always had thoughts. I mean, the notes I was keeping, I, things that were happening, I, I, I will be honest, I was getting nervous. I thought, I thought things were spiraling in a direction like this, but it's much grander than I thought it would be. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just a, cleric trying to break a curse. I, I, <laughs> I never thought I'd be doing the things that I'm doing right now. 
Great heroes never set out to be such. You know, the more people that I meet that I've heard stories of and other adventurers told me, the more I truly do believe that. Just how many of them are. (laughs) You can simply uh, get a drink with or tell a joke. They seem so normal and everyday, and yet (laughs) you hear the stories of the grand tales and I don't know. I, I never thought myself to even jokingly be called the, the hero of uh, Barovia. <laughs> you are her hero. And you see a little flutter of moonlight as a Valencia sort of uh, outline. So, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a silhouette. Oh, a silhouette, yeah. A silhouette mm-hmm. of Valencia. You sort of see Valencia run across the moon and like coming towards you and Mm. she leaps and you almost put your hands out to Mm. catch her and she leaps and actually lands into a silhouette of you on the moon as well and it fades and you just like you see him you know uh, put his fist up to his heart like you know Damn, yeah. <laughs> really hit him and um thank you. Thank you so much for this. I I, I will <sighs> thank you. Let your heart guide you. Well she reaches out a very, very large hand and puts one finger finger almost the size of your head like the fingertip and just you feel this warmth sort of bathe over you and as it touches your eyes shoot open there's still maybe a couple hours of couple hours before sunrise but your dream Um, has come yep i uh i quickly go into you know one of my satchels that's Mm -hmm. uh, part of my kit uh, and grab my journal and start to make the notes of everything that uh, I had seen in the visions. <clears throat> and I just start like mumbling like muscular gnome in a village, possibly other gnomes. And I'm writing like the questions and mm-hmm. uh, other things. Right on. <laughs> uh, the one with the dwarven woman it's the one that I'm like mostly lost on. It's like this could be any any mountain area, you know. But it's still this like questions that he has. Yeah, it's a very specific. So it's like fir trees and sort of like it's definitely a northern mountain. Oh, okay. <laughs> very pristine. Like doesn't look like there's a lot settled in the actual forest, from what you could tell. Okay. All right. So everyone has their sleepy sleep. They're all rested, meditated, the whole nine. Galhad gets up, does his morning calisthenics. It's all ready to go. Comes down in full plate armor. Because why wouldn't you? Especially when you have a boss 
set of plate, plate armor like he does. Uh, and he, everybody else makes their way down. It is uh, cleaned up. Everything is all taken care of. What would you guys like to do? Our, uh, Argo is not downstairs currently. Uh, I'm going to have some hair of the dog. Uh, I would have told Duo since I I had a feeling like he missed the old man that he can sleep in uh, the old man's room. Yeah, so, you did not wake up with Duo in your. Yeah, I figured as much. So I'll just head downstairs and uh, see what's up. You catch uh, Galahad pouring himself one more shot of that clear liquid and fucking tossing it down. Oh, Galahad. <sighs> Did you uh, sleep well, oh. Galahad? Oh, I had quite a sleep. I haven't slept that way in ages. You carried you up by myself and put you in a bed. I look at him. Doubt it. You're a goddamn liar. I, Deception I, I check. totally. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to roll inside, go yep. for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna roll inside. Deception. <laughs> 15 11 for insight doesn't sound right but mm. I'm looking at like Argyle like deadpan just like you can't be fucking you know what you don't I'm gonna, on believe I'm, it but it's just like he's really convincing how drunk did I get last night I don't remember it's too early in the morning. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Argyle have this. <laughs> what, uh, whatever helps him stroke his ego. I, I you, don't, you don't have to I, believe me, but here are the eighty coins that I got, and I just pull out the little stack of money. So oh, I did no, no, win. No. I don't. I, I I believe you that you won, but I'm. I I don't buy, but I may let it pass that you carry to me. Uh, you, care to test? Care to test your strength really quick? <clears throat> no, no, it's all right. You sure? It's too, it's too early I, in the morning. I, I thought that you, the yeah, red tief- sleep and rest and everything. The red tiefling rogue who's so strong could carry myself plus my plate armor, carrying simply carrying Connor's fury and holding it above your head, should be nothing to you. I, it, it took a few <laughs> trips. To, uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's it, it's all right. Uh, I'm not worthy of. of you know, holding your blade that way. So it's just, I don't, I don't want to dis- disrespect your sword. It's it's, um, simp- it's simply nothing as the blade was on my back when you so carried me into my room. Well, uh, it took I, a couple trips. Like I said, yeah. I, I did a couple trips. What the fuck was I in the stairs? I, I, uh, I may have dropped you a couple times. It, it, it's, it's, it, I did it. Don't worry about it. You slept comfortably in a bed. That's all that matters, right? Anyway, you're welcome. I've, I've heard I was, him, uh, yeah, I've heard. Uh, you know, I was hearing all this in, in the hallway. I come down. Oh, Argyle. Oh man. Yeah, uh, bro, you wore me out, man. I had to heal you after you dragged Galahad's body all up those stairs, dude. Like, I mean, I heard your bones literally breaking under his weight. Like, Galahad, how how much do you weigh with that armor on, dude? Like, oh, and then Connor's fury. Oh, bro. Oh, that. Look. See Galahad and would Sirius tell a lie? Have you ever known Sirius to tell a lie? Sirius shot water up the anus of the cat. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. To be honest, but he actually, told no lie. 
<laughs> What's the record show? It wasn't me. It was the other one. <laughs> the I, other cat. <laughs> I have. I don't care. I wasn't on the floor. You're that welcome. Being said, that being said, this armor is heavy enough to protect your asses when things are coming off against us. Oh, I know. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe we have was. two paladins in a group, right? <laughs> okay. As I said, yes, I have not had a night of drinking like that since my day in, in the mountains. You, you have no idea how bad it is when around other Goliaths and drinking fermented mare's milk. Uh, it doesn't I, sound I, quite I as tasty as what oh, we had last night. <laughs> oh, it's it's quite invigorating. <laughs> I, I am it wide sounds like a very developed like palate. You gotta work your way up towards it. <laughs> yes, we make our way to the ridge. Metaphor. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sure. Yes. Yes. Now, if you want something invigorating, I think I have a little bit of that goat's weed left. I can handle myself. Thank you very much. All right. At this point, I stumble down. Good morning, Kyver. Oh, I, 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 stop, stop. I feel like 15 fairies are fucking my head right now. Let me just, I need breakfast. Sounds like a good time. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a good time for the fairies, but you know. How would you know? You know what? The timing, the, the timing of that should be like shake the snakes right behind him saying that. Like, how do yeah, you know? Yeah, I know that's that? that's headcanon right there. As he comes exactly. down, Shanks just pops his head around, just goes, How would he know? And just walks down. I neither confirm nor deny, but I say, see, I know for a fact that is Shanks. Just trust me on it. Oh motherfucker. <laughs> is it slumped you down? see Osamu who is was already there. And as the whole group is coming down, saying all this shit, he's like shaking his head like, it's too early for this shit. And he walks outside. Hey, Zex. <laughs> yep. Does that guy know what fun is? Uh, yeah. It, he. We make the joke that he smiles like once every few months. For very, for, for, he saves them for very rare occasions. But he's a good guy. Tough crowd, tough crowd. All right, that's fine. Um, Tommy, I'm going to scrounge the kitchen, see if I can fix up something for these asshats. If not, I will gladly go to like, the market and grab something. Osamu had to- started c- cooking stuff, and then you guys came down, and he literally just walked away from stuff on the stove. <laughs> He's like, fuck this. I don't care. So, so, as he, so as like, he does that, I walk into the kitchen, just see stuff. So like, I'm yep. like, Osamu, you're an asshole. I mean, literally said, fuck this shit. I'm like, oh, is every pedestrian that had to deal with me and law on the bus coming home from school. Wow. You literally see the mage hand of a swarm coming together to form a middle finger to flip off his ex. <laughs> it's, a, it's a look. I like throw up my hands and like, like, like you're, you're not helping. And then I just fucking go to the kitchen. They're your friends. You can feed him. Yeah, yeah. You're my brother. You could feed me. <laughs> no, I think you're pretty capable. Yeah. That's the answer of a true brother right there. Yep. <laughs> Fair. 
Yeah, so I'll I'll finish up what he was working on, uh, scrounge up um, food for these guys. Standard bacon um, and eggs. Yeah, basic stuff. No fermented um, bear's milk. No, absolutely not. <laughs> not a thing down in Ground City. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, you might be able to find like a Goliath bar. Oh shit! Enough. Oh shit! Don't don't like tempt me! Don't tempt me with a good city. <laughs> oh, it's a Goliath strip club, and they all look like a Galahad. Oh, oh, they're all bold and swole. Really <laughs> sweet <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loincloths. It's a it's a gay bar for Goliaths. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say like we're, we're missing Oslo for that one. It's happening right now. It's a Goliath version of Chippendales. Do you want to make some extra money for that next level of plate armor? Oh, God. Oh, shit. Anyway. It's all kind of different kind of conquest, you know? I guess. I guess so. I'll send a mental image or I'll send a mental note to like, hey, Duo, when you get a chance, wake up and wake up the old man. Uh, excuse me, conductor. I think we're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a reply back. You just hear, and that's it. Uh, I'll give him. A, I'll give him a few more. I'll start uh, putting plates out. What? Well, not with everybody. For everybody. What? What? While he's doing that. I woke up to Sirius goes, I, I need you to lay hands on on, on, on on this head right here. On this head right here. Like, like touch the hands. Wrong person. I I'm still fucked up. <laughs> um I, I wanted to do uh inside check. Uh wait, no no, no, sorry, I forgot. That was wrong character. Uh okay. All right, all right, Kyber. Okay, just just uh just, just stay calm, yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of like, come on, let's just lay on hands, but you know. <laughs> all right, dude. All right, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and cure whatever <laughs> drunkenness he's got going on. <laughs> Sirius just puts his hands on you and says, "You are cured." <laughs> <laughs> and the police oh, demon. The power of Christ <laughs> compelled you. <laughs> yep. uh, odds are odds are evens, Sebastian. Let's go with odds. You know what? It works. The placebo effect. <laughs> the, the placebo effect if, for this man. Gee, it kicks yep. in. The placebo effect kicks in. I'm like dancing, and I, and I look at Galahad like, you see, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong, Tolly. <laughs> Apparently, mm. apparently, everyone's full of tricks this morning. Oh. <laughs> All right, so you guys have your breakfast, eat any conversation you want to have, and then you can let me know what you guys want to do. And Shanks hands over to his ex. You? Oh, do I see Shanks walk in? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Brian! <laughs> Speak of the devil. Where have you been? I've been uh, meeting people and doing things. Ah, uh, yes. For the most part, uh, I think I might have some direction for us to find those machines. I spoke to a Mr. Bell 
who I believe may have a future association with our journeyman. Mm. Interesting. It seems that the, is it the Citadel or the Cathedral? I can't keep that straight for some reason. Either or. All right. So, yeah, it seems one. the Citadel that's near the center of uh, this area maybe housing a, a underground military fey portal. So hopefully that would give us a, a what now? We, yeah, we, it's a it's a fey portal. Not really how I explained it to you, but it's close enough. Sorry. Right. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's how he it's how Brian <laughs> that's that's how, that's how how you're explaining it to him. It. He's putting that's that fine. Brian twist on it. That's all <laughs> so, and I, Brian, it's all good. So man. we uh we would walk through this portal? I I would assume so. He gave me no impression that we should destroy it. So I can only assume that in discovering it, we will hopefully get the inclination as to how it may assist us in finding these machines. All right. We have a person that can let us just freely walk in. I'm pretty sure they're not going to just let a group of adventurers walk into the citadel on a hunch this is uh the case as we've seen pretty much by everyone uh proof is always the requirement that are figuring a way around whatever the system is that'll keep us out um sure i'm open to ideas would we oh what is it what is it um do we know where we would report the pincushion maker i'm guessing it would probably be there uh there's an idea yep that crossed my mind but unfortunately that doesn't leave me in a i am wide-eyed looking at galahad like what we're not thinking that, right? Shanks, Shanks looks like Zex, and I said, I, for the most I, part, we have I'm to keep it open as an option. I'm not saying it's the only idea. I'm just saying it is. It is an, an idea. idea, and it's a good one. Are you suggesting we turn him in? Just yeah. to get in? Well, not turn him in. And get the and reward? No, no. no. Uh, I mean, <laughs> turn up. I also and break him foot. out and break him out. No, no, no. That's that's no, no. That's I no, raise my hand again. Again, that's that's, that's fine. Just I don't want to be fighting <laughs> the pedestrians of the city. I, I forgot. Uh, I, I quickly go. I forgot how much is he worth again? Uh, He's worth a whole hefty lot of fucking money. Oh, it was a lot of money. <laughs> More money than we have in the bag of holding. Oh, man, don't say it so sweetly. No, we 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 don't turn him in. We walk him in. This this mm-hmm. he's a, he is a and I do quotes a mass murderer. So yes. we could say that we would bring him in as the group bounty. to keep. Yep. Yeah. And then bounty uh, money. and then we see what happens. All I'm mm-hmm. saying, it is one idea. I'm sure there are many ways to get into the citadel. We we will put a pin in that one. That uh that sounds like a lucrative idea. You did get me out of a time warp jail, so a jail made by man should seem pretty easy. Not to mention, unless they're going to kill me. and R are two different things. 
It'll be a fraction of the time, too. To kill him? No, to rescue him. <laughs> <rather than us. laughs> wow. So, I mean, as long as we get paid first, <laughs> right, Kyber? Uh, yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> Chase's <laughs> final sacrifice. <laughs> Quadrupling our money bags. <laughs> Did oh, he another bag of holding, actually, please? Actually, <laughs> actually, actually, this 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 uh, slip up of death brings me. Did the did the did the the bounty say dead or alive? Yeah. Do, do any of you? Because I don't do that type of magic shit. That's not me. Do can any of you put him into some state of unconsciousness? I raise my hand. Can any of us, uh, you know, be disguised as Shanks and we turn that person in? Out of the corner, you guys didn't even notice she was here, but Glad's like, well, if we Aqua was here, he could just knock him out. But, and then she turns back around and starts sipping her tea. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the part like, she scares me sometimes. He, he gives it, yeah. Shanks gives it a little, a little scowl, but, you know, she's not wrong. If the, if the idea is to bankroll, to get him out probably death would be much better as then they would be looking for an escaped prisoner why don't we do this one of us I'm looking at Argyle I think one of us are, are, are good with disguises so disguise one of us to look like Shanks and he goes in and disguises himself like who is that again your your, your people Bruja Bunky Bri- Brian Oh yeah, that guy. Uh, and you disguise yourself as that guy. You're leaning us in, and you know. So you turn one of the disguise selves us in. I'm explaining this like Michael Pena. You, you disguise yeah, one of us in, put, and you know, you put us in there, Iver. and then we drop Iver. it, and then we lockpick, and then you know. Hold on, hold on. Out of game. Out of game. Really quick. Really quick. Out of game. Kyver has been wanting to use his assassin disguise shit for so long. He's trying to figure it out. I can out. see it. I can and, see it. And I give you an I give you an A for effort, man, because that shit takes like days to get set up. A week, a week, and he finally has like several several different identities set up, so he can he can use it if he wants to. Tell you what, Kyver, we'll uh, Kyver. we'll keep we'll keep that second. on the board. Well, it's it's not that it's that uh, I cannot disguise myself as Brian again. Oh, you guys have no imagination. <laughs> we have imagination. I just don't have the... Well, why don't we put a mask on your face? I know it's a pretty face. We put a mask on your face. We give you a new name. I mean, we call you Bella. How's that? We call you Bella. You know, you have uh, an issue with um, some twinkly girl and all that, you know. And like, you know. Good. Well, you you literally see Shanks's head just turn very slowly awake from Kyber back to Zex and Galloway. <laughs> you could, you, okay. you, you, okay. The, okay. the flyers, we, the flyer says his green dreadlocks. We could just cut his hair and make him bald. And I start rubbing my head. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you just oh. shake his head. Nobody's no. touching my hair. Are the gods? I look at I look at Shanks. And I'm like Shanks. Do we need to go to the portals or the Feywild at all? I'll put it to you this way. Um, Mr. Bell seemed very adamant that that was a component to this. I'm only going off of what he told me, but 
for the most part, I don't think it is uh, the worst place to start. Unless you guys have some kind of concrete evidence for these machines being in a specific place somewhere else. This oh. installment seems to be under the Citadel, not in it necessarily. So I don't know if there's some other type of entrance that we can find somewhere around as well. Do we know anything about how the Citadel is laid out? Well, that's why I was hoping to get some information from Argo or someone in his crew as far as potentially there being there, but the way he reacted as it being a fairy tale or a story um, doesn't seem that even if he had the information, he would trust it or believe it. Yeah. That's true. <clears throat> All right. So... We have two sets of directives, it looks like. Right now, we're sending Ren, Sonari, and Ewan to three of the locations where there's magical anomalies all throughout Bronze City to confirm whether or not these are locations of the machines that um, might be the constable is doing. And you're currently in the fourth location, by the way. Oh. <laughs> um, I have been saying the whole time that within miles of Grand City, weird shit has been happening magically. Right. All the things that I've described for the other sites have been happening here, too. Um, Next. Yeah. Joking aside, <clears throat> if it is under the Citadel, that must mean there are catacombs, tunnels, sewer systems that run through under the city. Is there a shop or a place we could go, someone who may know the ancient architecture of the city? Maybe before, during that 10-year period, before even during the times that the city was built by Marxist Grands himself. Tommy, this is one of those times I would like to use my urban bounty feature. Uh, would I know someone with that kind of intel? Well, there are plenty of people that have been here before uh, the Fae Kings and everything, but mm -hmm. Marcus Gron Grons built the city like 2,000 years ago. Right. This is an old-ass fucking city. <laughs> yeah. Would I, I, know, would I, one... would I know someone that, like who is familiar with someone who has a like a not-so-on-the-level uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Admiration of architecture of, of Grand City. You do know of a small cell of a group called the Silverlight Inquisition that is in the city. Got it. Um, do I have a name of anybody in particular or no? Um, you're not entirely sure. Uh, you haven't really dealt with any of the leaders. You just know of the group. Uh, there is supposedly a, a someone fairly charismatic at the top. But you don't really know who it is. Okay. Um, 
All right. So I'll relate. So we can talk to a possible contact. They're not even one of my contacts, just someone we know guilt to guilt. Um, it's worth a shot, but I would say I would lean more into that than us just walking into the Citadel with a half cock plan. No, of course. Um, let me confirm with Argo um, when he wakes up, but uh, if you guys are willing to wait a little bit and then we can make sure our contact's good, then that'll be the next move. No? Well, I haven't been to Grand City in, oh, I don't think I've ever been here before, actually. Mind we take a walk around, stretch the legs? Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you happen to have a map? Uh, sure. And I'll look behind. Uh, I'll actually go to like the one of the offices and grab one for you guys. <clears throat> so you do. These are now on the map page. Uh, any um, from the map that we have from Zex, is there any shops or locales that kind of pop up um, of interest? How do you mean? Um, I guess merchants, artisans, or obscure places, uh, libraries. Uh, there's like d- definitely lots of weird shit over in the face steps, but that's sort of self-explanatory. Um, Old Town has a lot of the merchants and a lot of the uh, tradesmen. Lots of standard stuff. Okay. And any sort of specific religious areas? Anything related to Bahamut or anything that I could... Um, The Citadel is like the main hub for that. There are shrines all throughout the city to different gods. But like, the Citadel is one of these unique places where it's sort of like a multi sort of temple. There are this is this place houses not only the Church of Grands but also a bunch of different other uh, religions, and they all have their own small sects that stay there and maintain the shrines throughout the city. The closest Bahamut one would probably be um, not too far from you, actually, in the. Uh, Right on one of the outskirts of that center wall, somewhere in the, the um, like that big courtyard in the southeastern part, like somewhere in here. Okay. That one would be the closest one to you. Okay. Uh, make note of that. No need to drag everyone along to a church. Well, eventually you guys have to go to a church, so. Yeah. So, what are you guys doing? I'm going to head upstairs. Uh, wake up, Argo. Yes. Okay. It takes you a solid 10 minutes to wake him up. I'll, <laughs> I'll check proximity from his hands to his weapons. How far are those? Oh, they're off. They're off on, on like the his bedpost. Okay, cool. So now I know I can... He won't get too antsy, so I'll uh, 
I'll tell Dush and I'll lift him on my hand and put him into my hood mm-hmm. and I'll take my tail and rub it against his nose so he sneezes himself awake he does and um, for maybe like a solid 30 seconds he's like half awake and then he just like ah. Argo I promise I'll let you sleep you gotta stay up for like five minutes five minutes five minutes and you can go to sleep and do whatever the hell you want I promise you that I don't believe you he gets up There's what food. do you want ah alright fine uh, I just need a name uh, from the Silverlight Inquisition anyone that I can talk to uh, who would know a way to the underground of the Citadel you're really going for that underground someone who just knows their way around without being too loud and noisy six I don't know I know you could probably talk to the the leader and maybe get their help would I be able to get a face to face you think Oh, you might. Who do you have? Anybody who is uh, persuasive? A little. This one, from what I hear, I have not met them yet, but they are a sweet talker. Good to know. Do you have a name or a description at all? No name, but I believe it is a she and an elf. Understood. All right. I promise you, you can sleep again. Um, I'm going to take a walk with the group for a little bit. We'll probably be back in a few hours or so. Yeah. yeah. Have fun. I leave a plate by his bedside and a, and a huge cup of water. Mm-hmm. And you, he's snoring by the t- before you even walk out of the door. I look at Duo, I go, Duo, do you want to stay with me or do you want to stay with the old man for a little bit? Let's go look. All right, let's go. All right. Zex eventually comes back downstairs. Um, so Silverlight Inquisition, it's actually a she that we are looking for. Um, and an elf. Apparently she is very chatty and, uh, Argo told me we might need someone who's a little bit persuasive. So, just keep that in mind. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, we can feel free to look around Grands for a little bit, uh, stretch our legs. Um, I don't know any particular time or what have you, but uh, I'm going to try to see if we can get to the contact person first get that out of the way and then um, you know then we could do some shopping if need be sound good alright and to walking you shall go 